This is Laura Deardo with the Becker's Dental Plus DSO podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Mark Johnson, a founder of Student Loans Rx and Wealth Advisor with RBF Wealth Advisors. Mark, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks, Laura. Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about right now, so let's dive in. Um, has the COVID-19 pandemic impacted your advice with respect to COVID, or excuse me, student loan repayments? Yeah, it sure has. As you probably know, uh, most federal student loans have been in forbearance since March of 2020, and they are presumably getting turned back on May 1st of this year. So over the last two years, a lot of graduates haven't had or, or borrowers have not had to really do anything with their student loans, unless perhaps you've been going into public health. So uh, you want to get enrolled in public service loan forgiveness as soon as you graduate, if you're, if you're going into public health. The other thing is in the last two years, since student loans have been turned off as a result of COVID, again, federal student loans, uh, a number of people have had the opportunity because they haven't had to make those payments of you know, saving up, building their emergency savings fund, getting some investments. And then uh, a number of them that kind of filled up their emergency savings bucket, you know, we've been advising to start making some payments uh, before May 1st, when perhaps their income-driven repayment plans get turned back on if that's the payment plan that they're on. So yeah, there have been you know, several opportunities. And then interest rates fell considerably during COVID. And so a lot of our clients that have been out of school now for maybe two or three years, built up again some emergency savings and stuff, are in a great position to look at refinancing their student loans. Typically, the clients we work with in the dentistry space, or, and this is true with other medical spaces, when they're, they've been graduating the last couple of years, the interest rate on their student loans uh, for federal student loans has been anywhere between, say, six and six and a half percent. And so right now, interest rates are so low on private refinancing that it might be a good idea. And we've been talking to a lot of our clients. If they're in the financial position to do so, um, I've been seeing rates uh, on a 10 or 15 year refinance for under three and a half percent. And I was visiting with someone earlier today that's doing a 10 year refinance on uh, $250,000 for around 2.35%. That's a fixed year rate for 10 years. So there have been some, you know, unique opportunities over the last couple of years. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And it's really interesting to see how some of those opportunities come up and are available now for students and, and people who have graduated. Um, I know President Biden has further extended the student loan relief for most federal borrowers until May 1st of this year. Um, what should students, residents, or borrowers be doing right now as a result? I think that they need to have a plan on what happens, uh, what happens if, if and when uh, payments resume in May and interest starts occurring again. So if they're a recent graduate over the last couple of years, they might not have done anything. They might have just been, you know, kicking the can down the road in terms of addressing, you know, what the best repayment option is for them. Uh, if they've been out of school for, for longer than maybe a couple of years, maybe they've been out of school four or five years, if they've been able to save up some money over the last couple of years, you know, maybe in an income-driven repayment plan or a federal uh, repayment program is not the appropriate venue. Like I said, maybe a private refinance is a good opportunity for them now. So the main thing I would say is, you know, 
they have to, uh, they have to, if, if they had a plan in place, they should revisit that between now and May 1st. And if they don't have anything in place because they graduated in the last two years and they really hadn't, didn't need to do anything, now's the time to start doing your research and figuring out what is the right plan to be on come May 1st. Got it. And along those lines, are there any other unique opportunities that they should be considering between now and May 1st? Um, certainly for students, uh, if they, and this, this probably goes for anybody, but it's probably most important for students. A lot of students are not earning any income while they're in dental school. And so they may not think that it's important to file a tax return because they say, well, I didn't have any income. Why do I need to file a tax return? And so I want to encourage everyone, uh, whether you've got income or not, if you have student loans, you still want to residents, students, you still want to file a 2021 tax return. Obviously, they're due by April 15th. Now, the reason for that is if you're going to graduate and enroll in an income-driven repayment plan, when you first submit an application, you have to have some proof of income. And so if the timing is right, most people graduate in May or June. They may not start working till July. So they've got a several, you know, few week gap there. If you go to apply for an income driven repayment plan before you start working, we can actually use your last tax return that has a zero on it or maybe low income. Let's say they had a side hustle doing DoorDash and they made 1500 bucks or something like that. Um, we can establish the first 12 months of payments on an income driven repayment plan using that tax return before they get a pay stub. And that will save them, first of all, anything under about $20,000 of income, you won't even have to make a payment your first year out of school. And then you might qualify if you enroll in, there's a couple different income driven repayment plans, but one in particular is called revised pay as you earn and revised pay as you earn has a really nice interest subsidy. So you might be eligible to get as much as 50% of your interest subsidized or essentially paid for that first year out of school, uh, whether you go to residency or you go into your career. But sometimes there's only a few week gap between graduation and the first day you start working. So it's really important if people don't start planning before graduation, all right, and then they go take a couple of weeks because they just went through eight years of school, you know, they might miss that opportunity. So for most people that are Approaching graduation, we usually say you want to start looking at it, putting together a plan, you know, two or three months before uh, graduation. So, you know, as soon as you graduate, you can pull the trigger and, and get yourself on the right plan. Got it. That's really, really helpful to know. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I'm wondering when is the best time to start planning for repaying a student loan? debt. I know you just talked about, you know, a few months out of graduation for sure, thinking about what your plan is after that. But when you're thinking about repayment, what, when's the best time to start? I typically say, you know, start poking around a few months before graduation. Uh, the other thing I would say is if you're graduating from dental school and you're on your way to residency, um, don't assume that it's a good idea just to defer your loans while you're in residency. If you're in pediatric residency program for two years or ortho maybe, which could be three years. A lot of residents, unfortunately, I think, believe that the right approach is just to defer their, defer their loans while they're in residency. 
Well, when interest gets turned back on May 1st, that means that while you're in residency, your loans are going to be accruing interest at six or six and a half percent. As I said earlier, if you signed up for the revised pay as you earn plan, you might get as much as half of your interest subsidized while you're in residency. So 300,000 a year at 6%, that's $18,000 of interest. Wouldn't you rather have $9,000 of interest accrual each year as opposed to 18? So there's some real savings that can be made. And uh, the best approach to anything obviously is to start planning early and make sure you understand what are your options and then uh, you know, get that plan, get that p- plan put in place at the right time. Mark, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fascinating discussion. How can our listeners connect, listeners connect with you if they would like to connect with you offline? Great. So they can visit our website at studentloansrx.com. That's studentloansrx.com. And we do offer a free 30-minute consultation. So the, all they'd have to do is click on the free consult button, fill out a little bit of information, and then we'd, we'd schedule a, a th- free 30-minute, no obligation Zoom consultation to talk about their situation, what repayment options might be available to them.